good morning, good afternoon, and good evening whenever and wherever you're joining us from. It is the Growth Movement Podcast. Here we go. Kane is in the building. All right, all right, all right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for the Growth Movement Podcast. My name is Zach. Next to me is the one, the only, Corporate Dave. And we're coming to you from beautiful Greenville, South Carolina today. The topic is pretty deep and pretty introspective and might hurt a little bit. We'll cut to the core and that's the whole point of it. For all of us, for me, for Corporate Dave, for you listening, uh, we're, we're talking about self-awareness and it's a trait that I think is lacking in our culture because so many people are losing self-awareness by finding places to escape and get lost. 100%. Yeah, I think, I think we're all guilty of this, that we're looking outward look versus looking inward, right? So whether that's scrolling through our social media feeds and seeing what everybody else is doing and feeling like we're missing out on that or um, thinking about our lives as it relates to theirs and the ways mm. that we're potentially lacking and thinking about what's going to fill those voids. Um, but when it comes to self-awareness, it's something that it's something that I think only comes when you're actually looking for it and or when somebody else blatantly shoves it in your face, which is oftentimes and it's very it's very not it's very hard to receive that well. Oh, and I absolutely. think I think that is a part of self-awareness that if you're looking for it, you have to be understanding of the fact that when you give self that constructive criticism to people, if they're not looking for it, you need to be ready to, to kind of have a backlash mm -hmm. that's that's coming your way oh, yeah. because you can't just go out there and say like hey bro you suck and here's why and mm -hmm. expect that to come off well sure self-awareness if, if, if you're giving compliments you're probably not going to get a lot of pushback no but when it no. comes to constructive criticism which is really what we're talking about that's helpful to other people there's just a, a rigidness and a defensiveness that people are going to come back right. to you with and I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else. But it's in context, right? Mm -hmm. Like receiving feedback from people is in context of you trying to look for it. Like, and put yourself in those that individual's shoes. If you just go out and give them feedback about like, hey man, like I just really think you need to know this about yourself, you know, and you spit it and they're like off, put off by it. I mean, you, You've got to understand there's context that it goes two ways. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness is like a two-way contract. You have someone giving you feedback, and that individual at the same time is asking for feedback from you. Right. It's a very community-oriented thing. It is not just a one-off individual to individual saying something. You know, it's, it's, it's very bilateral. Absolutely. And I think what you said is important as well. Context, situational uh, awareness is also important. So you as the giver of feedback need to be aware that one, maybe now's not the right time. You know, when, mm. when that person is failing or struggling or doing something that you feel like uh, is a deficiency for them, probably it'd be better to wait until the next day and be like, Hey, you know, I was just thinking about yesterday when this right, thing happened, right. 
here's here are just my thoughts on what went down and how that could have looked differently and maybe some areas that I've had some success because I previously had failures like that one or right. things that looked like that. Maybe not use the word failure, uh, but that is so much easier to to receive openly than in the moment to be like, well, I think, uh, I think that really was a mistake and you should really do it this way going forward. Because so why, why, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Why does it matter? Why does self-awareness even matter in the workplace? You can say, or in life in relationships and the way you go about your daily living, because someone can say, look, man, like I'm good. I got things going my way. I'm all right. And I, I have no reason to really get in here and disrupt or self disrupt what I have going on that's good. Why does self-awareness matter to anyone listening? That's a good question. We're all, we're all forging our path throughout life based on where we want to be and where we think we currently are, mm. right? But we may have a misperception of who we currently are, how we're interacting with the world, and where we're at in that process, right? We all have mm. goals things that we envision, dreams, a future self. But the problem is you may be going out and doing the work and taking those tangible steps. And hopefully by listening to our podcast, that's part of it for you today. Right. It's you're taking an opportunity to learn a little bit, grow a little bit. And that's what we're doing here too. We're both trying to synergize and build something together. But for you, if you're making steps that you're for, for progress, but you're not moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. or even if you're just off by a few degrees, what a waste. And if you could have people speak into your life and tell you some of the areas where you're making missteps or where you could just be more effective, what a valuable insight that is. So losing out on that Interesting. is like yeah. not having someone edit a paper for you or not have somebody tell you, oh, by the way, that map is actually outdated. Here's a here's a one that will actually take you to where you want to go versus leaving you out in a, in a field somewhere with no gas, right? Mm. So that's part mm. of it. The other piece is, and I mentioned a paper a second ago, it's so hard for you to look at your own work and that's, you know, behavior, communication, whatever you're doing professionally or interpersonally in relationships and, and see it objectively to be able to critique it, to be able to critique it. Yeah. It's like you, you, your kid never does anything wrong. Right. Yeah. Having somebody else to just chime in and say, Hey, you know, you got a comma splice right there, you know, in your life would be super helpful. So you're not going around and to catch it early as opposed to catching it like, five years down the road and now that's a habit or you've done this for five years and it's actually been destructive because it didn't help you move to that goal. And as we've talked about, and we will continue to talk about, there is no stagnant elements of life. You are moving forward or you are digressing Mm -hmm. hands down. So it's, I would rather have someone help me move forward, even though it might hurt, you know, I'd rather get that chipped off early before it grows into something that I'm going to have to, you know, take my time chipping off and it's going to hurt and it's going to really, really suck at that point. Sure. So really self-awareness is monumental. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't know where our strengths and weaknesses really lie. Mm-hmm. And it's so much better to have somebody else save you from doubling down on your weaknesses and just trying to shore them up versus really becoming world-class in whatever your strengths are and having somebody else, you know, give you feedback, let you know, hey, this is an area that I think Maybe it'd be best for you just to delegate that completely. You know, just drop sure. that off of your plate. Like for for instance, I am not a great multitasker. 
you know? So for me, a job where I'm doing a thousand little things at, at once and just, you know, microtasking all over the place would be a nightmare for me. I would fail and I would feel like a, like a, like somebody who is subpar in every aspect of that job. Mm. But if I have one thing that I can really dive into, do some deep work, eventually get into that flow state and tackle, I can take on monumental projects, one you know incremental step at a time, and that's something that I can really be successful at. And having people speak into your life can help you not be in a position of frustration by trying to work through something that really isn't one of your gifts and rather than finding something that you're truly exceptional at and becoming world-class at it. I think that's helpful too because, again, the pivot is important to do that early because the more time that you can put in and, ma- and mastering that skill set is critical. What? Give me an example of when somebody was speaking into your life, whether it was a mentor or a friend, that gave you some news that information feedback that you did not enjoy and how did that affect you initially and then looking back on that now what is your viewpoint of that individual and the information they gave you do you have anything that kind of comes to mind a specific scenario well actually this is a kind of random but i worked in some uh, pawn shops in college and I had a manager that was a little bit a little bit high pressure, the person that was directly uh, above me, which was probably good in a lot of ways. But remember at one point that I was working through different processes and you have to, you know, you're evaluating things as they come in, you're writing things up, you know, you're exchanging money. Uh, there's just a million different things that are happening at once. And that manager just kept focusing on <clears throat> the amount of time that it took me compared to other people. You know, it was kind of building mm. that comparison, even though I was the, the new person. And uh, that was really tough to hear. And... I sat down and realized um, not long after that, that, you know, wow, I, I didn't realize how difficult it was for me to shift between tasks and handle those you know, kind of flurry of activities. Mm-hmm. And the more time that I, I looked at that and thought about it, that negative feedback that kind of made me feel low in the moment helped me figure out that there's more than one way to tackle a problem. So I need to figure out how to create a pipeline so that when somebody comes in, I have those things stacked up so that I'm really efficient one thing after another, knocking down just, like dominoes versus trying to hit it all at once. That's just you learning how your mind works. Right. And, yeah, and like you would not know learner, that. Auditory learner, things like that. Right. Until someone gave you that tough news. Would you hate it in the moment? Oh, absolutely. Like because I did look does. at people around me. And they were all doing it. They were yeah. all juggling the balls at once. And for me, I mean, they're just dropping everywhere, you know? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, you do the best that you can, but sometimes you have to look at some things are going to be a, a struggle for you and other things are going to come easy. Why not find ways when you're able to in life to go down the path of least resistance so you can be most effective in terms of what your skill sets are? Because that's the area where you can really excel. And I think, too, it's honesty over feelings, mm-hmm. Right. You, there has to be an element where you're very objective in receiving this and very objective in delivering it. And again, it's, it goes two ways, right? If you're seeking a community to help you be self-aware, to help you be understanding of what's going on around you, understanding of where you're trying to go, go towards your goals, then you need to be honest and accept that honestly and not get so emotional. And you have to tell yourself that before. Oh, definitely. Because the minute you hear it, you're going to get emotional. Yeah, I'm in with you 100% on that. And 
being able to receive and then turn that into something valuable versus just being a dig is really important because mm-hmm. I think we all want to be excellent at everything that we do, but we oh, all, sure. but we all know if we're going to take honest stock of our lives, there are things that we're better at and there's things that we struggle with. And to look at those things and say, I don't have to be an A student in every category, right? I can just focus on one or two things that I truly, um, that I truly have a propensity for and a skill, a skill for and try to be exceptional at those things versus trying to look at everything and try to please everybody and be everything to everyone. Right. I mean, you'll drive yourself insane. You'll go nuts for that. And I think too, the other piece of it is you need to learn how to self coach, right? So you need to learn, you have speaking people speaking into you, but that needs to to develop into true self-awareness where the decisions that you make, you're making because you know yourself and you're honest with yourself. You don't lie to yourself. I don't tell myself that I could go and sit in a desk job dealing with a lot of numbers and people's paychecks and health insurance information and all that stuff and say that I would be good at it. Cause I wouldn't, that is not me, but I've learned that about me mm-hmm. and I'm honest with myself. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind going to a job that I'm in charge and I'm kind of the head honcho type thing of, of my department and I have a guaranteed paycheck and all of that. Like there are a lot of positives to it, but like I would not thrive. Mm-hmm. I may squeak by, but that's not me. And I think you have to be a coach to yourself better than anyone else can be to you. Mm-hmm. So you need to develop and I need to develop the ability to say, this is not good. You did not do this well, or you did this well. Hey, you found a little niche, like keep working at that. Keep developing that. Keep growing that. And that comes from hearing hard things. Right. Speaking of being a coach, uh, a, a great business coach, Peter Drucker, uh, from, from decades ago, wrote a little book, which has been really helpful for me, and it might be helpful for some of the people that are listening too, called Managing Oneself. And he was talking decades ago about how the culture of business and, and career paths in general is shifting over time. Mm. And it's going less from start somewhere in this organization and over time you slowly work your way up that organizational uh, corporate ladder and then you get a pension you retire and that's it right it's just it's it's linear and you don't have to think about yourself beyond just kind of being that little sphere within that much much larger picture managing oneself talks about you have to look at yourself as your own like micro business you have to look at how are you Evaluating yourself, creating your own individual personal um, performance evaluations. How are you looking for ways to continually grow and add value? Because you never know when you might have to step laterally, make a change. Because businesses now, and part of that's just because people were able to, you know, transportation and the free flow of information, how much just technology has changed what we do on a day-to-day basis. Um, but businesses aren't looking at necessarily having you as a resource for the rest of your career. And you need to think about that too, because sure. chances are you're going to have to make a shift at some point in the future. And when you do, were you self-aware early enough to prepare yourself for that moment when you need to be able to you know, shift and make that change? Man, 
What's that book called? It's called Managing Oneself by Peter Drucker. Yeah. We need to all read that. Yeah, but jump into that. That it's, is good. It's, it's a short. It's a short read, but it's definitely something that I've that I've enjoyed uh, that I've enjoyed trying to apply uh, for myself. Um, Ta- talking about one thing that you and I really hit on and agreed with in this episode was there's beauty and there's self awareness that develops out of silence, mm-hmm. and we talked about it in the intro that. It is so easy to drown out where we might struggle or where we need to improve with all of the different noise Mm -hmm. that's out there. So taking a minute to just step away and put silence into our lives. I'm not saying for like, you know, days, but a couple minutes to just reflect. Um, You you talked about in the last episode with... um, um, journaling right and some of those different things i mean i think finding that is some in, finding some intentional time throughout your day right to just sit down and say hey like what honestly went well today what did i enjoy what did i not enjoy mm-hmm. what could i have done better where was i succeeding where was i struggling that helps develop a pattern of self-awareness for you to get better details i know i struggle at mm-hmm. i struggle however i can walk into a room and light it up and connect with almost every individual in that room. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can go to a, the, the swamp rappers, the hockey team in mm-hmm. town, get on the mic and connect with people that don't know me, but that's just, and I love it. I love doing that right. and it comes naturally, but someone that is, you know, a, a graphic designer that sits on the back end and just, does not want to engage with people, they need to be self-aware that, okay, if I'm a graphic designer and I don't, I I just want to sit on my computer and design Mm -hmm. and I want to be independent, I need to find someone like Zach that's going to bring that business to me. Absolutely. You know, and then I need to find someone like that graphic designer that's going to get it down to the 10th degree detail of perfection that we're trying to get out there. So, those those times of silence allow you to figure that out. Absolutely, having a, having an opportunity each day to put a pause on all the things coming in and ask yourself some sometimes difficult questions of where where could I be doing things better? Yeah. Am I making the kind of progress that I want to? You know, what are my long term goals, and am I making those incremental steps today? What did I decide that I was going to do that I thought was going to move me in the right direction, but isn't having the kind of impact that I hoped? Sure. And if you're flooded with things coming in, you're not going to hear the answers to those questions. You're probably not even going to ask those questions, right? Because it's Absolutely. just one thing after another that's constantly filling the void. And you kind of know you have that little kind of turn in your stomach that things could be different, that things could yeah. be better, that you're not actualizing on your potential. But if you don't, if you don't take a break, ask the hard questions, and then listen to the answer. And for the most part, you do need to have people around you that are important, that are going to give you radical candor in your life, good friends, family, mm-hmm. people that you say, hey, be honest with me. Give, me. give me the hard things that I need to hear, and I promise and commit to you, kind of like that two-way contract that you mentioned, yeah, that yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accept it and receive it and try to make positive changes with it versus I think punishing you for being honest. Gary V talks a lot about that. He does. And I love that. So, I mean, you guys need to tune in a little bit to that. Mm-hmm. Learn a little bit more what he's saying in that sphere 
specifically of self-awareness and specifically of receiving feedback, but really go ask for it. Mm -hmm. Go get that feedback for yourself today, like right now, right? Make it a part of your daily routine. Go, everyone's got some good friends. Go find those friends, pay for coffee, pay for lunch, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And just really say, Hey, like there's a specific purpose that we are hanging out right now. And it is for you to tell me what I suck at, what I need to get better at, but also, you know, where I'm good, what I'm doing that I, I, I provide value and bring to the table, go find it, mm-hmm. go get it because there are rewards for it. Oh, absolutely. There's huge rewards. There's, uh, it just made me think of, of a, of a concept and it's called your Eulerian destiny. And it's, kind of like a Venn, it's like a Venn diagram. It's the overlaying of these different circles. And the circles are things that you grew up around, like your environment, the mm-hmm. whatever that might be, things that you've been doing and are currently doing. And then also things that you're, you've gotten objective feedback from third parties that have no buy-in to giving you that positive feedback, right? Mm. So, you know, if somebody wants to sell you something, hey, you've got a great personality. And wow, you're so yeah, phenomenal yeah. on the mic, you know, you look Zach. great. Or, you know, wow, Dave, wow, is- you really know how to balance those numbers and, you know, really, you know, increase revenue and decrease costs. Right. Let me tell you about this new software. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, and, and now this is going to tell that's going to even help you more than that. You know, right, that. right. Uh, so finding where all those things intersect, right? things that you're getting positive feedback from other people who don't have any buy-in to telling you that thing, what you've been doing, what you grew up around, kind of taking those things and looking at it. And this is part of your self-awareness check-in and asking yourself, at the center of all of that, is that what I'm currently doing right now? And if mm. not, why? You may have a good reason, but it is probably going to benefit you in the long run if you move more closely to that center mass of, of the, of that chart than to be floating around on the sides, um, you know, kind of tinkering around with different things that maybe you personally haven't been, you know, geared and designed for. Yeah, man, that's good. Hit that one more time. I really want to, I really want to hone in three circles, right? Each intersecting at the edge of the circle. Sure. Just like so, a pen. Yeah. You've got one that is one of them is going to be what you grew up around. So, so let's say, you know, f- for me, I grew up around my dad was in, was in business. Yep. Actually, you know, funny, you think you're going to be so, so unique, but he was actually in human resources for a good bit of his career. So, you know, what are the chances that I would end up being in human resources myself, right? Probably. Pretty, pretty high, yeah. obviously. So where you grew, uh, that you're sports, where you grew up. That was a big part of my life too. And it continued to be, and I think it's still a part of my competitive nature. Then what have you been doing? Kind of what is your... What is your work history or just you're just okay. personal too, right? So like have you been involved with teams? What have you been doing for, for a career? What do your hobbies look like? All of those things that you've put in a lot of time with, right? So that's another where been, where you are. Right. And then the th- the third piece is when people on the street or random strangers that you don't know, right, come up to you and say, Wow, you really have a phenomenal smile or mm you made me feel good today just by being around you. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's at some sort of event. They come up to you and you're like, man, I've never heard someone articulate an idea like that before, and it really hit home for me. Whatever that, whatever that feedback might be, and I don't know what it looks like you know, f- for you, but whatever those things are that you're getting that positive feedback, and you link all those together, and you find kind of what's the center mass, what's the one thread that runs between all of these things that I could be doing you know, to add value and to you know, maybe even potentially be my career, uh, that's a great thing to double down on. And I think a lot yeah. of that comes through 
pausing and taking a look at what you're currently doing and what you could potentially be doing. And I think a lot of times for us, uh, and this is now this is more career focused. We step out of one chapter of our lives and into another, and then we just stay in that vein for the rest of our lives. It seems to be so common because the status quo is comfortable. I know uh, season one, episode one was comfort zones, and this is kind of talking a little bit about that, but it's much easier to stay uh, with the, the kind of the momentum or the current than to make than to make a change or a shift, right? Because you have to kind of swim against it for a little while. But each of these require a small step. Mm-hmm. This is not monumental. This is not you completely changing the game. It is one small step to say, I'm going to bring some silence in and reflect mm-hmm. for just a little bit, two minutes, five minutes. Then it's, hey, I think I'm gaining some traction and I'm learning some things about myself. I'm going to go find one person to speak into this with me mm-hmm. that I can be really honest with. And the rewards start to pile up. Small things done over a consistent amount of time pile up. Oh, yeah. If you haven't read Seven Habits of, of Highly, Highly Effective People, People by Covey, mm-hmm. get it. Phenomenal book. Absolutely. Get it. And, and get out there and check out your libraries too because it's it's a book that's been around and has so much impact for so many people mm-hmm. that a lot of times you can pick up that audio book for free or the, you know, the physical obviously as well. But you know if you're listening to this podcast, Must read. an audio is probably a great way for you to, to dive in and Must play that read. thing at one and a half speed and, and knock it out. But self-awareness, why we're talking about it, why it's important is because it's, it's kind of the crux. It's the important foundation for the rest of the things that we're going to talk about because if you don't realize and, and check your pulse and see where you're at day in and day out and take a little bit of time to be intentional about who you are, what you're doing, where you're going, then you're going to miss out on so many things in life. We don't want you to miss out on those things. So take the time, uh, listen to this episode, check in and come to some of the resources that we talked about. Gary V, Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Think about your your Eulerian destiny and that and the in the intersection of those three circles, and uh, you know, just kind of walk away with that today and really take some quiet time and think about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's big, Dave. Again, man, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love great. getting the chance to sit down, digest some of this with you, with the, with the community of listeners that we have. I mean, this was huge. Self awareness for us, self awareness for even what we're doing right with growth movement. Are we? providing value can we improve are we struggling and in what areas are we struggling and in what areas do we need to double down on right here right this is taking a little bit of your own medicine right so if you're out there listening to this podcast right now and you've got some feedback for us you want to help us us be a little bit more self-aware give us a shout hit us with it hit us with it that is it well hey we're so thankful to have you guys um, joining us and if you have found value or just really like hanging out with us at at growth movement podcast. The best thing you can do is give us a five-star rating on iTunes or share us with other like-minded people. Thanks for listening. And remember, always keep moving.